Skunk it. Life set. Yeah, Good. Right. <laughs> Got a demented smile on with your gruff beard and your tan skin and your messy hair. Leave my dishevelled look. look. Right, I'm looking. No, you look sexy to me right now. Thanks, man. You look like I, I, I'm struggling to contain myself. Luckily, there's two laptop screens in the way. Um, of like you and me because I'm like maybe I'll just grab his jumper and see how he really feels oh, so like so yeah like because I've got I've got the really baggy jumper I've got the shorts the, ca- the cargo shorts and then no socks or shoes I'm rocking the mad kind of like I'm rocking the kind of guy where like I might be like a holiday rep when you I, go away I think you in owe, like Hawaii I think I think, think Hawaii but I think you're a British person who went on holiday to Hawaii once and loved it so much he uh, he decided to open a small hotel there. Yeah. But he's only been there for two months. But he pretends to be Hawaiian. I've moved there. I call myself Sambuka John. <laughs> Even though your name's not John. And I'm like, every time like new people show up, I'm like, lads, get yourself there at a bar. Get yourself a Sambuka. Like that's my kind. No, of... I like to think you pretend to be like you pretend you're a native. Like I'm like, hey. like you've actually said that. Oh. I can't even remember how to speak English anymore. I, I like I speak Hawaiian. So <laughs> I can't even remember. I'm sorry. I've been here for so long, two months. But like, I, I'm pretty much one of the local people. They keep referring to me as a local person, and uh, I I don't eat any of your Mars bars craps. I don't I don't need Mars bars in my life anymore. I I I eat the ocean, the our natural ocean, and the natural lava that comes to me. Yep. <laughs> That's who you are. You've developed Wearing a, a jumper. Of, a lot of personality for me. Well, in fairness, I just I haven't had a haircut. Um, haven't haven't shaved in a few days. It's not a good beard. It's an it's a gross, awful neck beard that I get. <laughs> that yeah, it's terrible. Can I comment? Um, Your hair isn't actually messy. It's just it's longer for you. It's longer. It's, it's getting it's getting back to its its its. The traditional stage. form, which is Lego, <laughs> where I actually just go to the hairdresser and just pop it off, and they they give me a new. One. I, they give it a little shine. Yeah, they give it a Put little some, <laughs> some degreaser on it. Yeah, and it's great. And then it costs so little to do, yeah. but it did have a. It did cost a lot to get the original model. Oh, right. So that's where up. you get it. But yeah, you, yeah. So I mean, and then in the end, you know, it was, you're making your money off the haircuts I, you're not getting. I basically bought my haircuts in bulk. <laughs> 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 oh man fucking daddy when there's something when you want to hear two guys talk about Ghostbusters in detail who are you gonna call anybody else probably anybody else probably anyone anybody, anyone. anybody who's there's some good remotely. there's some good uh, websites you could visit good movie review websites they've probably got solid Ghostbusters discussions we can we can leave the links in the description <laughs> but you know decent people know what they're talking about there's a good chance Four or five of you, you might be here for this. You yeah, might... you, you probably know us in real life. You yeah, probably... you probably saw this, one of us post it on Facebook. Yeah, probably. And then you thought, mm, I've got like 20 minutes to kill, even though it'll probably be longer than 20 minutes. I kind of like that Scott guy. I met him at a party once. I yeah. think that's I mean, that's our, the most obscure audience we have. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, you're a charismatic guy at party, Scott. I do what I can, Danny. yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Don't put yourself down. You're a charismatic guy too. I, I I sometimes stroke people inappropriately. You know what? I'm just thinking, sitting here right now. Probably should have turned on a light. <laughs> I'm gonna just. I'll, I might edit this out. I might not. Oh, <laughs> don't edit it out. This is the guy. He's going like he had to step over the bed because he's so dad goddamn oh, yeah. tall. His legs are so they they never end. Well, it's because we record this in my room, and my room is. Uh, we record this in my bedroom because the living room faces the. The road. Also, your, your mum hosts book clubs in the living room and we can't interrupt them. <laughs> <laughs> this is a she, she drives from Aberdeen to Glasgow because <laughs> she's like, well, you know what? Like, your living room's just a little bit bigger, so... I... Yeah. Commute. Yeah, they all commute. On I mean, what... On a, what, what, what is it today? A Tuesday? A Tuesday, Tuesday I. Yeah. I mean, that gives them more time to catch up on the chapter on the train. <laughs> Why not just have the book meeting on the train? <laughs> Well, that's silly. You can't have a book. Who has book well, clubs on the train? They're traveling down to Glasgow for a book club meeting. When they yeah, but what if you're on the train? <coughs> what if you're on the train and like the seats are all scattered? How are you going to have a book club then? You'd look stupid. You'd uh, look stupid. Skype? That's uh, a lot of layers. That's a lot of levels that that book club would go into. Um, 
What's up, people? Of people? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the nonsense that is second opinion. I'm your host or like co-host. I am. We had this argument perhaps last time. I don't know what order you're releasing these. I fucking know. Maybe it's the next time. Um, uh, Danny Jones, and with me, the guy with the Lego hair, Scott Morrison. Hey, everyone. I, I like that you got that open that intro bang on the five minute mark, according to my laptop. Are we already five minutes in? We're five minutes. So much nonsense. You might cut the beginning though, like... Nope. No? This is all in, Danny. I've, <laughs> decided, in I've decided the only editing that's going to be in this is when I sync up our two micro, our two audio streams, that's it. <laughs> Everything else is going to be raw, uncut, triple X rated, just the way you like it. Yeah. Get on my bed. Nah, but let's start. Let's talk about... <laughs> you went to see Ghostbusters without me. Aye. Let's talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'll, I'll quickly introduce the podcast. The idea, the basic concept is uh, we take a film, beloved or hated or somewhere in between, uh, and we defect... <laughs> we just... We take a, <laughs> just we take a movie a of any critical reception. <laughs> well, this one's kind of in between. Uh, we uh, One of us defends it with our life and the other attacks it with their own. Yeah. So yeah, we snap um, a pool cue. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. 2016. 20, 2016. Yeah. yeah not, <laughs> Don't not, that. Not the uh, 1986 one. Is it 1986? Mm, 81. Is it as far back as 81? I might be wrong. Also. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could look it up. You want to look it up? No, that's that's not irrelevant. It came out. <laughs> go. It's the new Ghostbusters. The 80s one. The uh, old one came out in the past. That's yeah. all that's important. What's important now is the new one. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that you went to see it without me, Danny. I did go to see Even it Even though me. you were the one who was like, we, we're going to do second opinion on it. Let's go see it together. I was like, Danny, I love you. You're my friend. Of course, I'd love to go see Ghostbusters. Nothing would make me happier than to go see Ghostbusters with you. And then on Wednesday night, you met Thursday night, you messaged me and told me you'd seen it. That's why he's withholding sex, guys. That's, That's why he's withholding sex. For at least... At least until the next Ghostbusters reboot comes out. Not even like the sequel to this one. <laughs> the next Ghostbusters reboot. Uh, then it's like it's a whole mutant cast. That's how far <laughs> in the future it is. It's like we, we decided to go with two arms, but they're on the same side. Uh, <laughs> the torso. That's the cast. And everyone's outraged because two armed people were just freaks. Yeah. Bill uh, Murray's characters. Now played by Zodon, King of the Sand People. <laughs> I will bring new layers to this character. <laughs> and it's all done on stage. <laughs> on a stage that used to be it used to be a drive-in movie theatre. We right. don't get those in Scotland. But it's the only place that's got the least amount of radiation, where your bare skin is the least boiled up by that's its um, nakedness. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you saw the movie without me. Yeah. I cried for like a long time. Yeah. And then I went to see it last night with my good friend Michael. Shout out to Michael if you're listening. Which Michael? Is, Wait, is it the Michael, the good one or the bike bad one? We've already said, I've already said his name now. Edit Al. <laughs> <laughs> it so it doesn't matter. He's a Michael. He's a, he's a Michael. He's, he's, he's one in between. of many. Um, that's an interesting conversation for also, people that don't know him. I should also point out that I have a cold and that's why I sound like this. Like, hi guys, like, we're here to talk about Ghostbusters movie. I have a cold. <laughs> There's proof. <coughs> There's some more proof. <laughs> but I'm here. Get get used to it. <laughs> yes, listeners. We <laughs> we haven't Fuck spoken. You. We haven't spoken about. No, we haven't. Ghostbusters. We haven't. So um, we're good. I mean, well, I gave you like a very brief. I gave you one sentence. And that sentence on Facebook. was that sentence. What was I wrote to you? I wrote uh, when Bill Murray couldn't even muster a chuckle from me. Then you know your movie's got a problem. Um, so I think that that's fair to say that I did not enjoy. Ghostbusters you are attacking Ghostbusters. I am defending Ghostbusters. I did not enjoy it at all. Well, not at all. But what did you think of it, Danny? I I liked it. I actually, fucking liked it. knew it. <laughs> I liked I, I liked Go- the reboot of Ghostbusters. Um, I think we're gonna say the ob- like I'm gonna say the obvious very like quickly before anyone says anything or de- like attacks or defends or whatever. But the original so much better. Like mm. obviously the original so much funny, and the original is kind of unique in its own way. Especially just having Bill Murray. Bill Murray is such a unique actor. Who's um, there isn't anyone like Bill Murray in the industry. No, not there is at all. no one like Bill Murray. Um, the other actors are like a really good job. I I love Dan Aykroyd. I love Har- uh, Harold Ramis. I love um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. 
Uh, Annie Hudson? Yes. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I think so. I hope so. (laughs) You want me to Google it? Um, I like, I loved like every single one of them. And it was such a shame when Howard Amos died. Like, um, he was, um, he was very good. He wrote Ghostbusters, um, the original one as well as starring in it. Uh, and there's such a it was such a unique um, team like together and Bill Murray is such a unique person uh, it's kind of there. people describe it like this and I totally agree it was lightning in a bottle it was like it was such a rare thing that came together because it doesn't yeah I mean I don't think at any point when they were making Ghostbusters they thought it was going to become this huge no cultural I, like I mean well I mean I don't know but I'm sure at the time they just thought they were making another comedy aye like and it it just turned into this massive cultural phenomenon to begin with it was supposed to star um, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi okay Uh, but John Belushi I think he died I think that's why Um, that'd be a good reason not to put him in it it's another Um, thing at Google (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure like this is kind of half remembered knowledge but it either something happened or he died and that was the reason they didn't like they because like, then you would have had a film that was very much like Blues Brothers mm-hmm. which is one another one of my favourite films from the 80s Blues Brothers uh, one that um, uh, the sequel I'm sure we'll do on here at some point some point yeah, um, yeah uh, I I'm a, obviously I'm a huge fan of Ghostbusters I watched it a lot as a kid I absolutely loved it uh, I even love Ghostbusters too. Um, um, I, I'm such a big fan of Bill Murray. I like Garfield. <laughs> I really like Garfield. There's that just is commitment. That's almost frighteningly committed <laughs> to Bill Murray. I like Garfield to a tale of two kitties. Um, I'm not afraid to admit it because I just like something about Bill Murray's delivery. Even when he is a badly animated talking cat, mm-hmm. he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna just gonna stay quiet. <laughs> oh, I know controversial. Or... Scott doesn't like the Garfield movie. Mm. <laughs> I would say like I don't have as I like Ghostbusters a lot. I think it's great. Uh, I don't have the cre- I don't have the kind of. I feel like I don't have the attachment that you and a lot of other people seem to. Um, I will say that not a single complaint that I have about the film relates in any way, shape, or form to mm. the original Ghostbusters or. But the original Ghostbusters did it like this, so it should be better. Like none of that. No. All, all my complaints are very much from the filmmaking point of view of like of this movie. I it's hard to it's hard not to compare it, obviously, well, obviously it is because it's Ghostbusters. It, yeah, because it's Ghostbusters, and there is references to the original. Um, I I respect. Are there ever? <laughs> I because there was a big thing about uh, why it isn't a sequel, and I when it was kind of like yeah, it should make it a sequel. That'd be cool because then you, you could have it in the same like continuity to have proper references. They could Star come back. Wars it. Aye, but Old um, cast passes on the torch and whatnot. Aye, I thought that'd be a cool idea, but I do respect the reason. Going Paul Feig, the director, is that how you pronounce his second name? I think so. Uh, when Might he be Feige, Feige, no, Feige. that's Paul Kevin Feige. Feige. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, Sorry, Paul, if you're listening. Which... <laughs> we know you are. Unless you, you haven't clicked to one of those other <laughs> websites we linked in the description. <laughs> you met Scott at a party once, and I'm like, that guy's kind of charismatic. Yeah, me and, we, me and Paul, He's got a rough beard. Me and Paul F hang out all the time. Um, I respect his decision to make it a reboot, because he said he didn't want to undermine the fact they were females by having their technology taken from mm. males. He wanted them as uh, female characters to, do, um, to discover them, discover like ghost-busting equipment themselves. Which I really respect. I think that's a really good reason to want to reboot it. Sure. Mm. Still didn't work for me at all. No, like I. Um, do you want to get into like... it rather than just being like, mm, it didn't work? Like, yeah. Do Where do you want to start? Kind of... Plot or cast? Poor, um. I think cast. I feel like I don't have major issues with the plot. Um, yeah, you have issues with the cast. It's more no, not even... more the kind of characters. Do you know what? Like, go through the plot. Okay, and we'll, so yeah. we start off with the opening. I think is cool. Uh, as quick as like, let's not. Nah, not go quick second summary. by second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ghostbusters are um, no, they're not Ghostbusters yet. Hey, let's let's see if I can do this well. Let's see if I can do it well. <laughs> um, so Kristen Wiig is like, hey man, this book it makes me look crazy to Melissa McCarthy. Please, can you can you um, 
not publish this book anymore. And Melissa McCarthy's like, hang on a second though, we're working on Ghostbusters equipment. Look, we're busting this ghost right now. Isn't that cool? And Kristen Wiig's like, yeah, that is quite cool. I'll be a Ghostbuster. And then all of them come together to fight ghosts that are coming up at random places. And this bad guy takes, wants to open up this portal to another dimension so that he can rule it all. Um, yeah, that's the plot. Um, the plot is very basic. Yeah, I it's f- not. It's I mean, it, it's the it's what you would expect from a yeah. Ghostbusters origin story. It moves things along hmm. at a reasonable pace. Hmm. It's not. Yeah, I, f- I mean, it pretty much goes exactly where you would anticipate it going. Um, I don't really have too much to say on the plot, to be honest. Yeah, the plot is. Um, the plot itself is. Yeah, like it. It does. It does the job really well. Like uh, it doesn't. It doesn't ascend anything. It doesn't. It isn't spectacular. It isn't. But it does. It does do service to. Like it does get the characters from A to B. Get them in set pieces and gets them interacting with um, um, stuff like. Um, yeah, there's not really so much to say about it. It's just basic. It's just lots of excuses to get them into rooms and banter. But that's... I said that in quotation marks. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw. <laughs> Paul Feig saw. Yeah. <laughs> Who else saw? Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, like, being fair of the original Ghostbusters, and, like, I, I know it was, uh, like, comparing it, it's kind of bizarre, but, like... Go, the original Ghostbusters, the plot is a lot of excuses just to get the mm. the um, people to back. I mean, it's mo- most movies are fucking most like huge mm. blockbuster films are just the plot is an excuse to get them to get characters into situations mm. and stuff. It's not. I mean, isn't that really film? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that just film? Um, yeah, but like, there's a lot of Ghostbusters. The original is reliant on the banter, and a lot of the plot is to get them in those situations. Mm. Um, well, okay, so here's. So there's where that. So if the whole film is just an excuse to get them into rooms and have banter, it's not very funny, is it? You don't think it's very funny? I didn't think it was funny. I thought on a on the surface, on like a surface level, it's funny. There's a few jokes where I was like, "Ah, okay," like, but on the whole, like it doesn't go any deeper than a few fart jokes and some some pretty bog standard like cultural references and stuff yeah i just thought it was very like just basic kind of for a go for a ghostbuster like well i guess not even for a ghostbuster film just even just for a paul feig movie i mean i thought spy was really funny and really clever but this this i don't know i was just like none of these jokes like i don't understand why it's a ghostbusters film if we're just they're just making the same jokes that i feel like you would make in any bog standard comedy Okay. Like a lot of fart jokes, like oh that, like or like oh that stuff got ev- got everywhere. It got in every crack, and you're like, huh, okay. Which means yeah, okay. And then like the the bit when they lean in to hear the ghost, and then it's a fart on the tape, and then she's like, oh, it actually came from the front. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, means okay. I I um <coughs> I disagree to an extent. I like the I think the humor can be hit or miss. But I found more often or not it hit, and I was actually uh, I was having a good time with the humor of the film. I thought it was um, I, I I wouldn't say it was the cleverest humor. I wouldn't say that it's like I don't um, think it's clever at all. I, I, I yeah, it's not kind of like the original where like the lines are like the stuff I go I don't know the stuff about the Bill Murray's delivery in a lot of the original that you could watch it over and over again and still find it funny. I think it has that sort of basic comedy. Um, um, like as you say, almost like a bog standard comedy. But mm. as a bog standard comedy, comedy, I thought it was on the better um, end of the spectrum. A lot of my like a lot of the times, all well, my issues with definitely his films as well is somebody will say something or do something, and that's the joke. And then you then have to sit as all the characters react to it, and they go like, "Oh, you, you shouldn't have done that." Ooh. And you're like, I don't know, it just, I feel like every, my friend, when we came out of the film yesterday, summed up where he's like, it seems like every joke has three punchlines. Okay. And you've kind of got the main one, and then you've got two of the characters reacting to it, being like, whoa, he shouldn't have, whoa. He, or like, if they say something, and then one of the characters is like, oh, I think he means, I think what he means is this. And you're just like, yeah, we like we got that. That was the joke. It doesn't need to be spelled out. But thank you, hmm. Melissa. <laughs> We're on a first name basis. 
<laughs> she met you at a party. She's probably listening to this. <laughs> um, she's actually at the book club with my mum. Oh, is she? <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah, she's probably she's... paying for the train journeys all the way down she's to Glasgow. Nice but yeah, I just that 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 was it was just the humor didn't really work for me, and it was yeah, just I, I can't. I mean, there's only so many ways you can be like this movie wasn't funny, but it just wasn't. It just didn't work for me, and all the jokes seemed just very basic and very generic, kind of childish humor. And I just I wanted something more. I wanted. I I um I disagree. As I say, I disagree to an extent. I think that um uh there is there is childish humor. There was stuff that worked for me. The uh the the line where she says um uh you're oh, was it just the mayor? She's like you're being like the mayor from Jaws. He's like never compare me to the mayor from Jaws. <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. Um, I think that was the only moment where it was a, where it wasn't just a nah. Uh-huh. Like on a, Aye. you know, one of the laughs where you just ex- exhale. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, uh. That was a proper like that. That got me. I uh, I think that like the jokes can be hit miss. I think there's also a sort of a funness to at least some of the characters. Um, I think there's a almost a swashbuckling sort of like a tone to it where it's like even if um, not all the jokes hit. The characters, um, a lot of the characters, or pretty much all the characters, are fun enough that I'm enjoying it anyway. Yeah. Um, See, I just found, uh, like, like the character, <coughs> who's the, the one that's not Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, or the other one. <laughs> or the other one. The, the one, one that isn't the, the other like, one. The mad scientist one. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Jesus, I can't remember her name. Whatever her it's name it's is. Kate um, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. No. Yeah, it's Kate McKinnon. Uh, like her character is just. I thought she like, was. What, but what is there to her character? Like she just, she just says a bunch of random shit, and she's a. It's like. What, what? I liked her character. I thought she really. I like. I like. There isn't much to her character. Like if you look, like if you're looking for depth for the characters, it's like there's not. There's not really anything, and they do try, and it is kind of. I don't think they try with that character at all. No, 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 not not all of the characters, but like with some of the characters, they do try some depth. Like we do try with Kristen Wiig's character, we do try some depth where it's like ghost girl story where she was um, nobody believed her when she was a kid, and it does come off slightly awkward, and you're kind of like, okay, yeah. Like the to be honest, the the thing they focus on is like the uh, oh no one believed me, and I I felt really down because no one believed me, and I was like really. I thought the thing you should focus on was you haunted for a year. Like there's when they were like the haunted part yeah, of the story is, yeah. is really like like the old neighbour she didn't like next door is sitting at the end of her bed like every day for a year. Well that's the thing you feel like, that's when... interesting. That's yeah, really yeah. bizarre. That's that's like that that could traumatize someone, but she seems to be traumatized by the uh the people not believing well, her. Well, this is what I mean is that the the film has that that moment, which was that I, I forgot about that, but that was a really really interesting moment and seemed like some genuine character development. And then the film undercuts it with just <laughs> like I don't think there's as many crude jokes as you'd say. I don't know, it just because I I remember at the beginning there's well, a few... like oh Chris Hemsworth's hot and she oh she fumbles her words when Chris Hemsworth's about because <laughs> she's so attracted to him. How great is Chris Hemsworth timing? His comedic timing. I will give you that the character does get wearing towards does the get end. Very like, wearing. He his joke wears out quite quickly. Again, he was another character that felt so overwritten with just we need to just every line from this guy needs to be a punchline and needs to be just constant funny. To the point where he just he's no longer a real character. No. He felt like a machine just spewing out shit that the writers had given him a say it's a shame because like some of the, like some of the jokes delivery his delivery is amazing yeah he was I didn't, probably <coughs> i didn't know chris probably hemsworth, my favorite part of chris hemsworth's uh, comedic timing was so good like he was just he was yeah it was like some of it was impeccable like um some of the jokes that i thought like when he rubs his eyes through the frame of that his glasses was really funny, yeah. <laughs> he was like there's no that. lens um, my my problem was that joke is that they pointed it out and I was like that would have been a clever funny um, subtle joke, but um, but then I get that's that's the yeah, thing yeah, that's I what see. I mean is that they can't 
let a joke go no. without it having to be explained by all the other characters. I like the doctor photo thing. He's like, which one makes me look more like a doctor? This is me playing the saxophone. This is me listening Listen to the saxophone. To saxophone. Um, like, his comedic timing is very, very good. Um, it's like, as I say, it's such a shame that he's um, over, like, overused. He's He does sort of... You are kind of like, oh, okay, okay. You, you're, you're a bit too much. It was right just, now, it, that was it. It was too much. It was every single line hmm. was a joke. And he just didn't, he didn't feel like a real character to me at all. And that's how I felt about uh, Lauren, Lauren McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. See, I liked Kate McKinnon. I thought she was funny. I thought she was a good presence. I'd never thought she was too much. Um, it wasn't that she was too much. It was just that, like, everything she does was just like, whoa, kooky and crazy. And she no longer feels like a real person. She just feels like a character that's been written. Yeah, I see what you mean. They are like they are exaggerated. Like all of the characters. Well, I don't know. Like um, some of the characters and some of the scenarios feel exaggerated. Like whereas the original tend tend to more be like a their working class collar like blue collar guys who are just they're just doing their job. Because um, one of the interesting things about Ghostbusters is like so many films are um, centered on character development, but the Ghostbusters themselves have no character development mm. throughout the whole film. Um, that's like, and they just because the joke almost boils down to the original Ghostbusters is that we're just doing our jobs, guys. Like we're just yeah, and that's kind of their cool reaction to things. Because even at the end, when there's um, like the big impending doom they're still sort of cracking and make jokes and none of them are concerned they feel like they're kind of it's kind of almost the whole joke of the film is that there's they even though there's all this stake to the plot the characters don't react like that mm-hmm. and um like they don't really go in that direction which there's no reason to go in that direction but instead of making those sort of realistic characters they do go in the direction of hyperbole characters mm-hmm. which i don't see anything wrong with um, if you want like it's the kind of film where if you want to make a character like Kate McKinnon's character where it's more exaggerated she's more like I'm zany and like oh is this going to work he's like yeah it'll work probably I don't know I'm crazy I'm zany I'm um, eating Pringles uh, eat Pringles everyone mmm <laughs> and then I'm going to edit in a big of, like a crunch I, I, I think that crunch was convincing yeah would you I'll yeah. just leave that in then. <laughs> Uh, I uh, do. There was an interesting thing that um, Paul Feig wanted to make a character gay, but um, Sony wouldn't allow that. Probably because were they like, look, mate, we fucking yeah. we've given you four women, all right? Let's take let's take one we, step. We, at we don't time. we don't want to be too controversial. We don't want to go too far. And like, it's a shame because like it was like, oh, that would have been a nice sort of another layer. Is like. Um, um, Ghostbusters can be women and gay. I mean, obviously they can, but let's let's rub it in the face of people who say they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like uh, I, I thought, I thought, I thought she was the breakout character, and I really liked Leslie Jones. I thought Leslie Jones was really funny. Um, I liked her delivery. Yeah, I, I would say of all of them, but then again, a lot of her stuff just came down to like, whoa, she's screaming at stuff. She's yeah, screaming. I don't know. I think her delivery is funny. I, I. Um, <laughs> No, I disagree. I think she's got some good lines as well. And I like the bit when she's first introduced and she's kind of just trying to talk or connect with anyone. Mm. And I thought that was quite sweet. But then I feel like they didn't really play up the fact that she connects to the Ghostbusters quite as much as they could have. Okay. I felt like I almost forgot about that that first scene that she's in until right now. Aye. I, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I like that they give her intelligence and they don't yeah. make her just like a because she's obviously the only one that isn't a scientist but I like they give her like a historian like angle yeah and she knows all that stuff um that's true I think they, Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones were the breakout performances I thought oh these guys are both really funny and as I say Chris Hemsworth uh, in small doses would have been really funny if it had just like I said if it had, if it had just been less just a little bit less. Just toned back a wee mm. bit. Because it's just it just got too much. I get the the idea. I get the idea that he's a parody of the kind of person that you'd expect a Ghostbusters reboot to go with. You'd expect if they were doing a reboot with men, you'd expect them for, to go with someone like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And the joke is that instead of him being one of the Ghostbusters, he's put in the role of the receptionist who last time was played by that um woman with the um with the 
almost slightly overly obnoxious voice in the film. I can't remember the actress's name, but she's hilarious. Hello, Uh, Ghostbusters. That was terrible. (laughs) Um, Ghostbusters, what do you want? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig are fine. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a rare, I'm one of the rare people in the world who actually really likes Melissa McCarthy. I don't like Melissa McCarthy. I don't like all of her movies, but I generally like her. She can be a bit much in some of her films. I think people's big complaint is that she just kind of plays the same character, but I tell you what, she was sometimes. It, sometimes it works, man. She was good in Spy because she, she kind of played a straight she woman in Spy. Spy, I really Spy, Spy. That Spy was what made me was looking forward to this Ghostbusters yeah. film. Because Spy I was, was, re- so I, was re- funny. I was rewatching. Can we just go on a wee sidetrack? I was rewatching the Jason Statham clips from Spy the other day, <laughs> and it's the bit They're where he's amazing. like, "I'm immune to what is it? Two hundred nineteen point different types of poison do you know why? do you know how i know because i ingested the ball at a deadly poison <laughs> producing factory <laughs> and uh, i was like man i need to see this movie in its entirety maybe that's paul Fee- um, feig's like uh talent because who knew jason Stephen had such great comedic timing so chris hemsworth got such amazing comedic timing mm-hmm. you know, like he brings out like comedy and actors who aren't traditionally like Chris Hemsworth isn't like then neither of them are really in serious films but like he brings out comedic timing in these actors who you wouldn't expect and you go mm-hmm. wow these guys are really fucking funny because mm-hmm. um, remember Black Hat remember when Chris Hemsworth was in Black Hat <laughs> that movie wasn't funny that movie wasn't anything except long a black hole a void of nothingness long and they were die. that was so long long <laughs> long there's some people that like that film there are those people need mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I think those people, like, by the end of it, were so- Stockholm Syndrome victims. Yeah, there was like, it's fun. they just had to convince themselves <laughs> that they weren't wasting their lives by sitting and watching Black Hat. Um, like we did. That was the closest I've ever come to leaving a cinema mm. early. Like, yeah, I'm with you there. Just didn't pretty... care. Um,. Yeah, like Paul Feig. I like. I've not seen as many Paul Feig films as I should. I've not seen The Heat, and I've actually not seen Bridesmaids. I've seen both of those. Yeah, I like Bridesmaids a lot. I don't. Uh, I like The Heat. was was fine. Past a, a Thursday night, if I remember rightly. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, yeah. Um. I, the first one I saw really of his properly was Spy, and I was like, I really like Spy. Spy is a really fun film, mm-hmm. uh, and it's funny. And I was I was behind Ghostbusters. Uh, the trailers. What did you forget the trailers? I don't remember. It was so long ago. They didn't. They didn't do the film justice. Like the film is funnier than the trailers make him out. Oh to be. yeah, like the film's better than the trailers, but that's not saying much. Yeah, I feel like I'm the and I I so did not care about this film at all. Like everyone's so up in arms and everyone's fucking fighting and shouting with one another about this film. I just did not give a fuck. Yeah, I feel like I'm sitting here and I'm the voice of the internet. I'm like, yeah, you know everything you said it would be? It is. (laughs) But like, I just didn't, like when you saw it last week, I almost was like, I have no reason to see this now. If we weren't like, but then you were like, you wanted to do a second opinion of it. So I was like, right, I better go fucking watch it. Make sure it's good. Or whatever. Like, Um, should we talk about, speaking of characters, should we talk about the cameos? Mm, Those are awful, aren't they? Are they? They are, they're terrible. There was, I think it was fun to see of some of them, especially the ones I wasn't expecting. Like, I knew Bill Murray would be in it. I I, I laughed a bit when Bill Murray came on screen. I didn't, like... I just didn't see what, what... Like, he never... I don't think he said a single thing that was even meant no, to be No, it was funny. a shame. They didn't give him anything to work with, and you'd think they'd, like... He looks bored. Like, he really just did not look like he wanted to be there at all. I don't know if that's part of the character, but knowing Bill Murray, he probably was just fucking bored. Yeah. I appreciate him doing it, because, like him doing it is like supportive of like being female ghostbusters mm. the and i know that he's supposed to play the skeptical that's like the old school fan of the original was like ah i don't really trust these women and stuff but like yeah he doesn't he doesn't come back or anything I've, i was expecting him to come back after he was like yeah. thrown out the window i think mean, that'd be cool if well, he came back something him, yeah. um yeah dan Aykroyd has it's a really bizarre cameo well, again i thought like i felt like the the thing with Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson is you you're like that's Dan Aykroyd yeah and then that's the joke like oh it's that Dan Aykroyd's here and he said I ain't afraid of no ghost he said I ain't afraid of no ghost um 
as a huge fan of Ghostbusters, I do get the bad nostalgic feeling that I shouldn't. I do when he when Bill Murray comes up, I'm like, oh, there's Bill Murray. When uh, Dan Aykroyd comes up, I'm like, oh, it's Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Ernie Hudson comes up, oh my god, it's Ernie Hudson. And even when the secretary comes up, which I can't remember the fucking actress's name, which is a really shame because she's no, a really talented woman. When she comes up, I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting you. Yeah. The really bizarre one was Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. She was like but again, like. Uh, do you know what? Actually, sorry, I'll, I'll take that back. The really bizarre cameo was Ozzy Osbourne. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? <laughs> it was so yeah. strange. He wasn't a Ghostbuster. <laughs> Not that you remember. Not that I remember. Maybe I saw the wrong movie. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a bizarre cameo. Because there's no other cameo like that, is there? No, there's... Um... There's yeah, there's a couple of talk hosts I think, but they're like playing talk hosts in the movie and stuff. It's just bizarre. As you asked, you're like, oh, okay, that was fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Ozzy Osbourne's <laughs> in the Ghostbusters reboot. It's yeah, I like because I hadn't seen Ozzy Osbourne in a long time, and I'm like, is that definitely him? Because I know it's supposed to be some sort of like Ozzy Osbourne like style concert. And I thought maybe it was an actor impersonating, but then when I was looking at it, I was like, no, that's, that's bloody Ozzy Osbourne. What's he? Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Not got any bat um, bats to bite their heads that's off. Bizarre. Not anything better. Sharon. But um, yeah, I just I didn't. I found it in a like a little bit kind of took me out of the movie. Yeah, it. I Because I was like, yes, Dan Aykroyd. Is he going to try and sell us his weird Crystal Skull vodka? <laughs> like what? Have you not heard of that? I don't believe so. What's what? this? Surely you've heard of that. I probably heard of it enough. That Aykroyd, he like he made, he he believes in all that like Mayan crystal oh, okay. skull stuff. Okay. And uh, he sells a crystal skull vodka. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I thought everybody knew that. Yeah, it comes in. A, I've I actually want one because like it comes in a crystal skull. It comes in a glass skull. In the vo- and I'm like I want that. I want it. Let's buy some Dan Aykroyd Crystal Skull Vodka. This is what we go for this podcast for. It's not really for the audience. It's so that you can find out the M&Ms were played by J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I can find out Dan Aykroyd sells Have you heard that vodka. one yet? Who knows? I don't know what order I'm releasing these <laughs> no, in. That's a spoiler for a further episode. <laughs> uh, we both just took a swig at the same time there. Um, dead air. <laughs> Can't leave some dead air. Uh, for the people who thought we were professional, nah, we, we left don't. some we dead have air. Absolutely no idea what we're doing. Um, yeah, so there's the cameos. Uh, I feel like we've gone in this in a weird order. Cameo, and then the uh, has there been any? There's been no order this, Danny. Let's just keep talking. <laughs> um, then there was the weird, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. The I was like, okay, yeah. that's I funny. the way they did it. I was because I thought they were going to bring back the Stay Puft Marshmallow mm. Man. I thought that might seem a bit contrived. But like they set it up, there was like there's a festival in old demented New York, and one of the mascots happens to be the State Park yeah. Marshmallow Man. I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. It was a balloon. I was like, at least it wasn't the, the original main villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, not the main villain, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and the Slimer. Um, yeah, it was kind of almost Slimer again, but that was expected. It was expected. Yeah, like it's kind it. of the mascot. In fact. The animated series of Ghostbusters. He was what well, he was like their pet. When he, he was their mascot, and yeah. even after a while, they they called the series Slimer and the Ghostbusters. Like he's sort of that sort of Scooby Doo yeah. character. Um, so like it would, yeah, I, I can understand why they include that. Um, there are some dialogue references, like they say mass hysteria for like almost mm-hmm. the whole scene, which are like, at least it wasn't over the head. I like it wasn't at least they won't go it'll be mass hysteria yeah. cats and dogs living together mass hysteria so like just lifting lines of dialogue mm. straight out of there yeah yeah at least give them that that they weren't lifting dialogue out yeah it doesn't quite it's not quite like um because I remember that I like I love the Star Trek reboot but one of my only problems with the Star Trek reboot was the way that there's talking there's talking movies moving along and then they go stop catchphrase yay okay now back to the movie and like um, they don't they don't kind of do that instead they grind the movie to a halt to have Ernie Hudson turn up as a hearse owner he in fairness that was during the credits that was that was actually that's the last scene before the credits start rolling because I remember Michael turned to me and was like that's an odd that's an odd scene to end on. I'm like, yeah, it is, isn't it? (laughs) Um, But then there's more then there's more speaking of which I left after the la. I left after the bit where they're all on the roof because I really had to pee. So I haven't seen this 
uh, like post credit scene everyone keeps talking there is, about. There is Danny's going to describe it to me because I haven't even looked it up. I don't think it's necessarily funny or like bizarre that you'd be like, why did they do that? Well, maybe you would be. It's, it's, it's like I'm building this up because like it's a strange thing they did. I thought it was kind of it was kind of like oh okay because I didn't know there'd be a post credit scene. Um, I was I was sat there. I was sat there with my girlfriend. Shout out. And we were listening to the music, we were talking, and then like we'd sat there for so long and I was like, I don't think there'll be a post credit scene, but since we're already this far through the credits, do you want to just find out if there is? And sure enough, there was. And it's the Ghostbusters, right? They're sat in the Ghostbusting Aye, the, the female Ghostbusters. The female Ghostbusters, okay. not the male one. Yeah. Well, I don't know, I just... I don't and know. they're sat in the female place, and Leslie... Jones, the actress, not the not the character for some reason, mm. is listening to the uh, tape. Wait, the... so that's the actors? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, I was the character, not the actress. Okay, uh, Fuck I was me, Danny. You're good for <laughs> Start again. You'll edit right. round it. No, <laughs> no, you won't edit round no, it. No, let's all get that uh, done. The uh, four Ghostbusters. They're um, the new ones. They're sat in the place, and they're like Leslie Jones is listening to the tape that was at the beginning yeah. with the fart joke on it. She's listening to it, and she. Um, she suddenly turned around and goes, guys, what does zoo mean? Uh. It's very bizarre because, like, we're living in the post-Marvel, what do you call it, phenomenon, or we're living during it, and we are aware that these post-credit scenes quite often set up, the next set up sequels and stuff. Because, like, when you think Ghostbusters, bad guys, for the two films there are, they're not, they're not iconic. No. No, no one thinks of uh, what was his. I don't think of like I think of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, you think I of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah. Oh, which is like more like a minion to the mm. bad guy, but like that's kind of like what's the bad guy's name? His name begins with a G. I can't remember. He's a zoo and he's Ganesh. No, it's not even Ganesh. It's something like Ganesh. Ganesh, Ganesh. <laughs> Ganesh is. <laughs> so, the bad guy is cool, something like that. And like in the second one, there's the painting, but they're not. They're none of them are iconic at all. Um, you just kind of like you remember it more for the Ghostbusters so it's really strange that this almost has this almost like Star Trek Into Darkness can thing yeah. where it's like it, for the sequel it wants to do an iconic Ghostbusters villain but there is no iconic Ghostbusters villain mm-hmm. so they're going guys what's the state of Marshmallow <laughs> <laughs> they go it was Zoo and it's like oh so if they do do a sequel and Sony want to do a sequel but then of Sony probably of course they do Sony want probably want to do a sequel because Sony are in terms of movies they are floundering they are just having fail after fail like flop after flop it's aye um they um yeah so um uh they want to do a sequel and it seems like the way they're going to go in the sequel is to do the villain from the first original one with Zoo and presumably the gate um keeper and the the key master and stuff like that Mm -hmm. which like I don't know. Guess isn't a bad thing because, like, the plot in Ghostbusters isn't really supposed to be the focus. Not in none of the films, it's the plot's really the focus. Mm-hmm. It's more in, um, as, as we've said, getting from place to place for these characters to talk. So I guess it doesn't matter, but it's just, it's kind of bizarre. It's kind of almost like they wanted to do a post credit sequence and hint to the next thing. But the only cult, like the only reference stone from the original they Ghostbusters have, they is, have yeah. is kind of the idea of the, the villain from the first one. I thought it was yeah. interesting. It was bizarre. It was a bit. It's kind of strange. It's it's a weird thing to go for, but yeah, that's what they went. It's like you said, I mean, what else are they going to go for? Yeah, guys, um, what does the painting from the second movie mean? <laughs> Amazing. Um, and nobody <laughs> likes the second film except me. Uh, I remember not minding it at all. Did you notice the the beginning of the film? There's a production company called Ghost Corp. I don't think so. There's a production. Yeah, yes, 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 I did. So yeah. that presumably means they want to carry on making loads of Ghostbusters films if they've we'll set up the a production universe. Yeah, with Thanos, maybe as the overarching villain. I I thought when they suggested it, a Ghostbusters TV series would be a cool idea. <laughs> oh God! I just saw how I just like because I've got obviously I've got a cold and I just sniffed and I saw the fucking levels on the bike <laughs> just shoot right up I was like oh that's gonna need to get turned down um I want to talk about some filmmaking aspects of it right blocking yeah he needs to do a bit of that in the dialogue scenes it's it's just it's 
the f- when I really noticed it was in it's the very first scene when Kristen Wiig goes in to see Melissa McCarthy's character hmm. and they're having this very ex- like quite energetic quite high energy back and forth with one another camera's completely stationary and it's just shot reverse shot and I was like man this would be so much more fun if like Melissa McCarthy was running around the office, like tr- running around the lab, trying to do stuff, and Kristen Wiig's like chasing after her. It'd be so much more fun. But because he allows them to improv, I feel like you, you kind of just end up with very stationary, stationary shots. Yeah. And it was in every scene where there was dialogue. The, the action scenes were fine, but every scene where there's dialogue, it's just people sitting down or standing still. And just just talking at one another, and it's so just uninteresting to look at. It's so boring, and that was one of the first things that caught me off guard. Like, well, that caught my attention. I was like, wow, it's just so unfun to look at. Um, I can I can understand that. I can, um, yeah, it's not something I particularly noticed. I guess like think about it, it is quite stationary at these times, but um, I can I can understand that. I've got nothing to defend that with uh, as you say the action sequence I thought could be really really cool I like, yeah no they're, they're filmed yeah they're filmed. I like the uh, introduction of the new sort of Ghostbusters weaponry and stuff it was like oh this is this is cool to add some variety and yeah. stuff um, yeah I really like the, lo- the the reveal of the logo even though it's like obvious that's what's happening I still liked yeah the reveal of the logo but then I didn't like when she took a photo and said that's a good logo yeah that, okay. again explaining the joke like mm, okay um what did you think of the bad guy who was the bad guy chris hemsworth no he wasn't <laughs> the bad guy the bad guy took him over uh yeah was service i mean i get it was like it serviced the, the plot it moved along he had to take over people's bodies mm. so we get a possessed chris hemsworth running around it's fine he was he was quite a weak villain. What was the deal with the bit when the fucking giant ghost thing mm. has got Melissa McCarthy in its hand? Yeah. And it's fallen down the pit and Kristen Wiig's fallen down after. Was that a reference to the two towers? What? Like when Gandalf's going down after the Balrog. Because oh. it, it looked like... Right, this is this may be how dyslexic I am, but you like said two oh, towers. the twin towers. I thought oh, you were going to say twin Ooh. towers. I was like... Mate, the Illuminati exists in <laughs> Ghostbusters. That's right? such a strange reference for full video. No, no, no. No, you said two towers. That was It was my fault. It's then. when... Like, it mm, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. It when he fights like the shot demon. for shot. When he's fallen down after the when he's chasing after the Balrog, maybe. And I was like, Sh- that must be a reference, surely. That's too. It just looks far, and I know you could do like someone falling down after something else, but it just looked too similar hmm. for it not to be a reference. I don't know. I might be mental, but maybe I can't say I've seen. That I mean, those films scene. are like what ten? No, yeah, almost fifteen years apart now. <sighs> wow, Two Towers was two thousand two. Was it? I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's just the Ghostbusters original all over again. Yeah. Maybe the Ghostbusters original was 2002. Um, I don't know. Um, I couldn't couldn't say for sure. Like I don't. I, I, it's been a while since I've seen Two Towers. Yeah. I did. I liked. I liked the bit when the villain turned into the small version of the ghost, and it was the little cartoon ghost. Yeah. I. I, I like the. I, I. I like the idea behind it. I always think uh, talking about this like. Um, oh, hello. Oh, some noises. Mr. Motorbike. <laughs> That's our own Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. It's coming from Glasgow. No one steps on a church in my nah, town. it's Chris Hemsworth on his, on his little white motorbike. He's, a, he's as big. He's as yeah. buff as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Um, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man's fat. He's not buff. For that, I'm not sizing. <laughs> he's judging the Stay Puff Marshmallow <laughs> He's made of marshmallows. He's trying his goddamn best. <laughs> um... I always think that um, if you're going to do some of these return to these franchises after a long time, I think the best thing you can do with them is contextualize them. Uh, I think that's what kind of makes some of these comebacks special, um, like comeback work. Um, The 2011 Muppets film. It's been a long time since you've seen a Muppets film. So what does the Muppets film, what is it about? It's about how you've not seen the Muppets for a long Mm -hmm. time and whether they're still relevant. Um, when you that sort of um, contextualizing I think helps that sort of sequel work after a long time I always thought Ghostbusters 3 would work if, if like before Howard Ramos died um, if it was about them being old 
Mm-hmm. And like when they talk about doing a Goonies sequel, I always think it would work if it was about how they're adults now compared to the child. Like if I feel like if you come back to these things, you have to contextualize them to some extent. And something like Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull meant there's many other problems. It's not it's not really about him being old. It's kind of referenced, but it's not really about that. So like it's then trying to make a um it's trying to make a Indiana Jones film the same as the originals without uh, addressing what is the elephant in the room. Same with something like the Dumb and Dumber sequel. I know that's a very specific example, but like the thing about the weird thing about watching Dumb and Dumber is that I like the original film, but the second one is it's sad. You're watching these characters and they've not changed I at all. Seen it, so. I've seen it. And like you're watching these characters and they've not changed at all. And the film has no. Um, has no want to contextualize it in any sort of way so it's like oh they're just the same characters mm. like but when they were young it was funny now that they're old it's sad it's sad, it's sad to watch them do that like if they did like a, a friends reunion and joey was the same character yeah. like it would just be sad to watch um well he's hosting top gear now not probably he's not for much longer chris evans he's, already left no i know um, <laughs> Uh, we're not here to talk about the state of Top Gear. <laughs> Let's not uh, get sidetracked 53 minutes in. <laughs> we just started on Top Gear episode. <laughs> um, yeah, like contextualise. And, and although this is a reboot, so it doesn't have that same sort of um, need to contextualise, it does, it's kind of such a controversial topic to do that um, like this reboot of such a beloved 80s film is that they do contextualise it. They make the bad guy the awkward ne- um, nerdy geek that um, that you would expect uh, to be attacking this franchise mm-hmm. for being a remake. So like he's like awkward That's and no one true. really likes That's it. That's really clever. And what does um, the uh, bad guy do at the end when he um, uh, when he confronts these uh, female Ghostbusters? He turns in to not only a ghost but the ghost of the franchise, the mascot, the actual ghost in the logo. Mm-hmm. He turns into that. And then he turns giant. And so it's almost like the weight of the original franchise embodied by the actual um, uh, um, ghost from the logo is attacking them. And how do they retaliate? They attack him in his genitals because they're the female Ghostbusters. And I like that. I liked that they they kind of contextualize it in that sense. They kind of made like almost, even though it's almost an afterthought and it is kind of, the villain is weak and he's not very memorable. And that is a shame. But I thought that was at least something that was like contextualized in the fact that it was the Ghostbusters versing the almost the original franchise embodied in this nerd who turns into it. Who's no, so I like I do I it. like the, like thinking of it like that. I like that a lot. I mm. hope that was the intent. Well, it seems like it because he, as I say, he literally he doesn't just turn into the ghost. He literally turns into the logo ghost. No, that, that is um, that's actually made me really. If that is the case, that's made me really like that last hmm. act a lot more than I did. Because that's probably why they he possesses the body of Chris Hemsworth. Because as I said earlier, Chris Hemsworth is almost the embodiment of who you would actually cast if you were going to do it like the original. Mm-hmm. If you were going in the same direction, you would cast someone like Chris Hemsworth. Because mm-hmm. he's an up-and-coming young actor who's popular and is handsome. And like if that would almost be the embodiment of like the ideal casting if you wanted to make a commercially successful Ghostbusters remake in the bad sense. Like if you just wanted it to be a money grab. Because I feel like if you wanted it to be a money grab uh, entirely, obviously it is a cash grab to some extent because they're revisiting a beloved franchise from the 80s. But if you wanted it to be a successful, um, like commercially pleasing, I don't think you would cast females um, to that to, to that sort of controversy. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were aware of that when they were writing it. They must have been because that seems to be what the script is about. They're fighting the geeky little uh, sad nerd who, even when he isn't discovered as a bad guy, everyone goes, ah, that janitor, he's, he's really weird. I'm not yeah. sure what his problem is. He's really freaky. Um, and yeah, and they, that, that's what they kind of make it about. And I always think that that's something you should do if you're going to do these sort of things. I think you should definitely contextualize it, even if it's more of a a meta sense in the narrative um and i think that's what the ghostbusters are. And I, I like i thought it was really cl- um clever of them and i thought it was a really cool direction for them to go yeah that you've turned me around on that last little bit i like that i still don't like the movie but <laughs> thinking that that's the intent i like that a lot more there might have been a lot of thought put into that yeah and i say attacking is that they what they do with the mascot is to defeat it is attack its genitals 
to say that like to attack the masculinity of the original one you don't need the masculinity of the original one i don't think so i don't think that and none of this problem ever comes from the fact that it's female ghostbusters even if oh, you no, no like at no point is that the, no. uh, has that been the issue yeah at all i think people's problems have always just been that it doesn't look particularly funny um, I was reading today and like the amount of shit Leslie Jones has got from it over Twitter really? is horrible. Like it's disgusting. I don't understand that that mindset of attacking somebody. Hmm. Like I just can't relate to that in any way. That's what I mean about people getting so angry about it. I know it. That's... And I don't. I cannot relate. I'm like, guys, it's a fucking movie. Aye. Like granted, we we obviously we love film and we we've dedicated a large portion of our life to it. But like, it's the fucking Ghostbusters reboot. Get a, get a grip. It's bizarre because there's been so many '80s reboots recently. It's weird that Ghostbusters is the one that's attacked because we've, we've. I think it's maybe because they've tried to change so much. Maybe because we've rebooted even recently. I know RoboCop got a lot of slack, but it never got this much slack. <sighs> yeah, but who the f- like? Oh, yeah, that movie's garbage. Total Recall. I would say the RoboCop remake is worse than the Ghostbusters remake. Hmm? The total, the, the total. Recall I've not seen remake, the RoboCop the remake. Recall remake is worse than the Ghostbusters remake. Maybe we'll do a second opinion on it. Um, let's I've just not, do. Let's, it. Right, I've you know what? Here's it. what we need to do. Here's what the rest of the podcast is going to delve into. How many films are worse than the Ghostbusters reboot? <laughs> right, I'll start. Uh, epic movie <laughs> worse than the Ghostbusters if we're going to go through all of them superhero movie disaster movie I think there was one called date movie so scary movie maybe yeah. the first one isn't too bad I can't remember but after that um, no Leslie Jones got a lot of shit that was the point I wanted to come across first that's, that's uh, a shame yeah and what some of them some of them are really bizarre references like one of them is that she was um, like they say oh it's uh, good to see Ghostbusters still has a gorilla on their team. And this is a really, really bizarre reference, as well as horrifically, disgustingly racist. Yeah. Um, because it refers to a 1960s TV show called Ghostbusters that no one remembers. Yeah. It's about two detectives and a gorilla team up to uh, investigate ghosts. And it was a kid's TV show. And the only reason anybody Why? remembers it... Why did they get a gorilla on their team? Because it was a 60s camp TV Are show. Are gorillas good at hunting ghosts? Do they have like a sixth sense? Wait, you don't you don't know that? No, I guess not. Do you don't, Is that what makes them better than humans? Do you know that J.K. Simmons plays gorillas? All gorillas on Earth? Let's Google that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't believe you. It was the only reason anyone remembers it. And the only reason I even know about it, even like remotely, is because it's called Ghostbusters. Yeah. And the, Dan Aykroyd had to buy the right to use the name Ghostbusters for the 80s film. And... I tell you what, it's very racist and disgusting. It's quite an inventive reference, but so disgustingly ref- <laughs> yeah, like okay, racist. Like, you know what, I'll give you it. There's been some <laughs> thought put into your racism. <laughs> it's not mindless it's still racism. wrong, but it's good. I think by like, even saying that, like, it's so horrible how much she's been attacked. Mm, it's that ridiculous. Is and yeah, it's, it's just disgusting. I hope and that doesn't put her off acting in movies no keep doing your thing Leslie. she's leaving twitter at the moment which is a shame yeah um yeah it's just it's horrible fuck people man they're such I know. idiots such idiots um you the people that are listening to this you're the pro yeah i like it's it's a shame um but she got a lot, yeah she's got a lot of shit for that so there's a lot of backlash on this film and it's just so unnecessary because like at i think at the end of the day the ghostbusters film is harmless I think it's so... Yeah. It's not really, really bad. It's not horrific. It's not like they made a... I feel like if you took Ghostbusters off this title, people would just like, oh, it's an all right film. Mm-hmm. And they'd move on with their life. It feels like it's just like below spies and or, or just like, ah, it was a good film. I might watch it if it came on TV again another time. Um, but yeah. like, it was enjoyable. Uh, the fact that you put Ghostbusters on it, t- it turns it into this such a nonsense, almost legendary state of overblown like mm. reaction to it it's it's horrific it, like it is so unnecessary and i'm glad that it's not as bad as people think it would be i'm glad that it, i i enjoyed it i actually i'm not sure how long it would take me to rewatch it i'm really glad I you enjoyed, really it, enjoyed it i'm glad I, i'm glad some like someone got something out of it i i i had a fun time watching it like 
I was went in ready not to compare it to Ghostbusters. It wasn't going to be Ghostbusters, and it was kind of obvious it wasn't going to be Ghostbusters. As I say, that's lightning in a bottle, but like I went in and I was like, this this might be a film I might enjoy. This mm-hmm. might be a film that just like it's fun to watch. And do you know what I thought it was? I thought it was fun to watch. I thought it was fun to watch the actresses um, interact with each other. Uh, even even for a Ghostbusters fan like me, it was cool to see a little cameo from uh, Dan Aykroyd and stuff like that. Even if it's awkward, I'm like, hey, do you know what? It's aimed at people like me, and I enjoy it. Even if I shouldn't enjoy it, uh-huh. I enjoy it. And um, I think there's some clever moments to it. There's some moments that made me laugh. I I enjoyed Ghostbusters. Danny Jones, 2016. <laughs> I enjoyed Ghostbusters, 2016. Danny Jones, 2016. <laughs> or was it 2002? Wait, no, that was Two Towers, no, wait, sorry. that was Two Towers, never mind. No, that was the... 2001 was the Twin Towers, are you thinking of? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you've made a nice little ending speech and I don't really want to bring the movie down anyway. I think the only kind of notes I have left are very nitpicky. Yeah. I thought the film was a bit kind of... It's a little bit, like, again, this is very nitpicky. Film is very colourful and very shiny and very polished looking. And I wasn't crazy about that because I figured, like, these guys are meant to be kind of down in the gutters working mm. with the ghosts and stuff. And so I kind of would have liked a bit more of a grittier, gritty kind of look to the it. The original's quite gritty. Especially since, yeah, yeah, they're kind of dealing in, like, the slummy areas of New York and mm. stuff. I kind of just thought it looked a bit too squeaky clean. Okay. But again, that's a nitpick. The other mm. nitpick, this was my, my friend that pointed this out as we were leaving. Not Some of the effects don't quite blend well together. No. The slime is practical. Yeah. But it comes off of this CGI monster and it just looks very bizarre and doesn't mesh quite well. And I had to agree with him there, but again, very kind of nitpicky. Hmm. And the last one, the Fallout Boy song. What's that about? Atrocious. Awful. Fucking Awful. atrocious. Anyone, I don't care who, anyone on that, even Fallout Boy should have had a listen to that and been like, this is garbage. We can't, we can't put this out. And luckily it was only in the film for a small amount of time. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah, one scene in the middle Do you know what, there's, film. when the credits start. The original Ghostbusters plays. I don't think it's, I've been, Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, this is from memory. But I'm pretty sure they put in a, a, a version of the original but that has been updated and it isn't too bad. Okay. Like I, I thought it just was the original. I don't think it was the original. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think it was the original. I feel like it was like... Um, it was like a play on the original, maybe even a remix or even just an updated version. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. This is so vague. But like there was like a, a version that was like, oh, this isn't too bad. This is yeah. like... It's an updated version but it's not, it's not the Fallout Boy one, which I think its biggest crime is such a generic um, chorus. Yeah. Just shouting, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. Just, like, Fallout Boy is not very good. Oh, this is awful. Did you know that I have the original Ghostbusters soundtrack? I know you have it, and I, I know that you aren't too fond of it. Like, well, not too... Not no, too, no, 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 I take that back. You are not too bothered about it. You're kind of like... Because I was like, you've got the original Ghostbusters yeah. on title. And you're like, yeah, someone gave it to me as a Christmas I present. It as a present. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, mate, it's awesome. Yeah, no, I know. So cool. Um, it's like, when am I putting that on? Like, I'm not fucking jamming around my flat by myself. Every single day. Uh, every single day. I'm going to do it now. I actually, you know what this, you know what this film did inspire me to do? What's that? It made me want to go back and play the Xbox game. Of Ghostbusters. of Ghostbusters. I've got the PlayStation 3 version. It's really fun. It's really fun. Yeah, and I, I want to start it again because I was thinking about when you fight the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and how epic that all seemed. Mm. I was like, I really want to play that again. It's a small thing. They didn't do the cross the streams thing. Never in this been, Yeah, no. never once. Yeah. You'd I did like a lot. I loved the look of the proton Aye. stuff. Uh, the, the, the proton beams. Beams, yeah. Uh, I thought they looked great. Did you see it in 3D or 2D? 2D. We saw it 3D just because of timing issues we had to eat first so we saw it in 3d um and some of the stuff comes so the the screen doesn't fully fill the picture doesn't fully fill the screen but then when they shoot like the proton beam it comes out of the picture at the aspect ratio yeah that was bizarre i get that's like a thing that 3d movies do but it just, just every time it happened i was like whoa that's jarring um, but that's not that's not a complaint of the film. That's a complaint of three D technology. Are you excited for four D X or whatever it is that our cinemas getting? Which is basically just a carnival ride, a haunted fucking mansion ride. 
but at the cinema basically they're introducing a, a, a thing at our cinema where the chairs are going to move there's going to be water um, splashing your face there's going to be air breezes the chair's going to vibrate it's probably why there's a lot of refurnishing at our cinema yeah it's going to be I just stop trying to turn my cinema into a fucking amusement park <laughs> just let me go in watch my damn movie in peace I, w- I, w- I want to watch film in 4DS <laughs> but I want to watch like a, an Oscar bait film in it you want to watch 12 Years a Slave yeah I want to watch that every time he gets whipped the chair vibrates you're like oh this is <laughs> that's <intense>. that's <laughs> fucking that's immersive that's like oh it's just a guy who comes like the cinema on it just comes and whips you actually whips you over the back <laughs> man I feel your pain yeah I'm not excited but that's a sidetrack um, we have talked for an hour, almost an hour ten. Do you think? You, I feel like your little statement wrapped up. I I don't have much to say. Then, like, it's very much coming from someone who didn't give a fuck about seeing it, who didn't give the fuck that it was all female or that it was a reboot or whatever. Hmm. I saw it, didn't really make me laugh all that much. I didn't connect to anyone in the film. I just came out of it and was like, that was kind of boring. I'm gonna move on with my life now. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the comedy. I enjoyed the different direction it went in. Uh, I enjoyed the little um, the little and the big nods back, even though I probably shouldn't have most of them. I I I liked this film. I enjoyed it. Nice one, man. Cool. Well, you know what? I think we could sign off. Sign off there. Do we have a sign off? I think we. I think in one of our future slash previous episodes, we argued about a sign off. I think we should be like, remember to eat your eat your J.K. Simmons. M&M's. M&M's. The JK yeah, M&M's. Yeah, that's too convoluted. No, JK M&M's. Just call them JK M&M's. JK M&M's. JK M&M's. JK M&M's. Does it sound like it's written by the Harry Potter? It author? sounds like you're. It sounds like you're like offering someone minstrels, and they're like, "Yeah, I'd like a bit." So you're like, "JK and M&M's." <laughs> Wouldn't that be better if it's Smarties? Wouldn't that be a better joke? JK Simmons never voiced a smarty. He never voiced a minstrel. Mockery, that's what this is Eat your JK M&M's. Eat your JK M&M's, we'll see you later. We might not have released the episode that that's a reference to yet, <laughs> so I apologise. Eat your JK M&M's. Have a bloody good night, everyone. See you later. But it's a hot day today. But it's night time now, so it's cool. Can we do a post credit scene? Let's. Hey, Danny. Yeah. If, you, if you're still listening, I'll, I'll <laughs> he said he started another topic with "It's hot outside." What's a what's a second opinion? Um. No, you see, I was doing the thing. What is a second opinion? The end credits. Oh, okay. Oh. Skunk it. Right. Let's. <laughs> bye, everyone. Bye. bye, 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 bye.